This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 93 of the North American Outdoors Podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, and I'm coming to you from the great state of Texas. It is hard to believe that in just two more Fridays, we will be celebrating Christmas Eve. If you're anything like me, you are doing the last minute online shopping shuffle, or you're running around to the different stores to try to find the perfect gift for your loved ones. I've had a few aha moments recently when I've been at the different stores buying Christmas gifts. Most of the people in my life, of course, my four boys and the husband, so the five boys in my life, we are very fortunate that all of them love the outdoors. They all love hunting and camping and fishing and trapping and anything and everything they can do to get their hands dirty in the mud and smell the outdoors around a campfire. So obviously, a lot of my shopping has been at big outdoor stores, whether they're specific to gun stores or hunting stores, or whether they are just big box stores that have a combination of a little bit of everything for the outdoor lover in your life. So I guess here's my aha moment. It is very easy to do shopping in the men's department. There are plenty of clothing, gear, accessories, or anything that you can think of that are tailor-made and fitted for a guy. Move over to try to find similar accessories and clothing and gear for a lady. Now, I will admit this has become a little bit easier in more recent times, but historically and traditionally, it was very difficult to find outdoor clothing, gear, accessories, equipment, boots, shoes. It was difficult to find those items for women. So women are the fastest growing demographic in the outdoors, especially in the hunting and shooting world. So fortunately, manufacturers have gotten on board 
And they've realized that there is this huge market of us ladies out there who want to shop. We love to spend money, especially on equipment that feels good in our arms or in our hands and clothing and gear that fits us. Over time, we've always had to go over to the men's department and make do with their clothing, which doesn't fit us right. The buttons are on the wrong side and they're just not cut to fit our bodies. Same with the pants and the boots. We always had to try to do the calculation of which shoe size do I have to buy in a men's that fits my foot in a woman's. So fortunately, over time, you know, manufacturers have listened and companies have really paid attention to this market of women who want to spend money on outdoor clothing, gear, and accessories. So the department stores are really stepping up and their women's department has expanded. So of course, I'm oftentimes of the mindset, one for you, one for me when I'm shopping. So if I am buying um, items at the store for my guys, I always want to take a cruise around the woman's department to see if there are any new items on the market or new gadgets that I can purchase that are made and fitted with the woman in mind for the outdoors. So I guess thinking about these different um, advances, I guess, and more opportunities for gear, clothing, accessories, and such for women, where did this all come from? You know, why were these barriers, whether real barriers or perceived barriers, why do they exist for women who want to get into the outdoors doing activities that traditionally and historically men did for generations. So breaking down some of these barriers, um, traditionally, if you think about growing up, if you ever had the opportunity to go outdoors or to go around um, a campfire, if you look around that campfire, there's generally many more guys than ladies around the campfire sharing each other's company and sharing stories and their love of the outdoors. So why? You know, where did that come from? Typically, women were just not given that opportunity to learn basic outdoor skills as girls or young adults. Take a flashback to growing up. It was always the girls who got the dolls and the boys who got the guns. So there were a lot of these perceived or real barriers that women faced when wanting to get into the outdoors. If you were fortunate enough to have a family that grew up on a farm or in the country or more rural America, it might have been a little bit easier for these girls to have these outdoor skills. Contrary, if you grew up in town or in a city, it was almost unheard of for girls to do outdoor activities such as hunt, fish, or camp, especially if you did not have family or friends who were able to help introduce you to those activities. If you don't know, you just don't know. So that right there is a huge barrier. Another thing is not having resources readily available. If you did not know people that did those types of activities, you had no way to be introduced to those activities growing up. 
Plus, there was really no place to go find that information many years ago, even as early as, you know, 20, 25 years ago. There was a challenge in finding resources catered to women to promote women in the outdoors. So a lot of these barriers, you know, prevented participation, especially hunting. Expense was a huge barrier and availability of clothing was another huge barrier. If you grew up in the North, you definitely needed some warm gear, warm hunting gear, because when does hunting happen? Generally in the fall and winter. So clothing and um, accessories are a huge must, you know, if you're going to be hunting, especially in the cold weather. So the gear was always made for men. Manufacturers typically catered to their largest market, which was the male hunters. So those women who were interested in hunting in the outdoors, they were forced to search through their daddies or granddaddies or even their boyfriends or husbands closet and buckets of hunting gear and clothing to try to make do to be comfortable and warm when going outdoors. If you're a lady and you've ever worn men's clothing or boots, you know that it doesn't fit. It doesn't feel right and it generally will pinch you up in the chest. It'll sag in the waist. The sleeves sometimes might be too long and cover up your fingertips And the button-down shirts, again, the buttons are on the wrong side in the men's clothing when a lady tries to wear it. If you've ever tried to put on a pair of men's gloves, same thing happens. Generally speaking, men's hands are larger than women's, and that's how the manufacturers made their hunting gloves. They made them a lot bigger and thicker than they would for a woman. So we always had to try to struggle to find a smaller size in the men's gloves, but of course it doesn't fit a lady's hand. So that was always a challenge as well. Same goes for footwear. If you try to find hiking boots or hunting boots or snake boots or any kind of footwear, the men's sizes are not equal to the women's sizes. The men's sizes don't fit a woman's foot the way a woman's shoe fits. So that was always a pretty big challenge when trying to outfit yourself to go outdoors. Another huge problem was equipment. There's an overwhelming variety of choices out there. And historically, in a male-dominated sport such as hunting, there is going to be a male-dominated staff in retail stores. Someone new to hunting, especially a woman, going into this traditionally and historically male-dominated world can be quite daunting and intimidating if you really don't know what you're looking for and if you really don't have that base background knowledge of what to ask for. There are so many choices when it comes to hunting rifles and different types of firearms and ammunition. If you've ever walked up to a gun counter, whether you are somewhat experienced or a novice beginner, take a look across that gun counter and step outside of your knowledge base and see it through the eyes of somebody brand new 
to shooting and hunting. Think about how overwhelming that can be, how intimidating that can be seeing generally, you know, men working behind the counter and all the different choices of firearms lined up along the back wall and lined up in the clear, pretty gun case. That is a barrier within itself. Now, turn around and find the aisle or several aisles in some stores that carry ammunition. Again, look through the eyes of a brand new hunter or shooter and try to understand how they may feel overwhelmed and completely lost when taking a look at the hundreds and hundreds of boxes of ammunition. Not only the different types of ammo, but what does all that mean? What do the different sizes mean? What do the numbers mean? What does the FPS mean? Velocity, drams, dram equivalent, it all can be overwhelming. So see it through the eyes of a new person. And this traditionally is how women felt and oftentimes do feel when they're getting into the shooting and the hunting sports for the very first time. So not only seeing all this overwhelming equipment out there on the market, next it's time to find the properly sized and properly fitted rifle or shotgun or even handgun. This in itself is another barrier. There's usually long stocks and barrels that were not originally manufactured for a lady's body frame in mind. Look at any rifle or shotgun on the shelf and you will see that it's been designed with a man's physique in mind. The stock is really long. The barrels are usually really long. um, And now, finally, there are firearms on the market that are designed specifically for ladies and specifically for youth. Same goes with pistols and revolvers. Larger framed firearms were typically made and designed to fit into a man's hands. Now you can usually find a lot smaller framed pistols and revolvers on the market today right off the shelf with smaller frames and grips that are designed for smaller hands. A lot of these barriers were once beyond our control. But today, a lot of these barriers can be removed if we simply educate ourselves. Several of the barriers discussed relate to lack of opportunities for women. And that barrier, fortunately, is rapidly breaking down in today's culture. Major outdoor retailers and hunting industries are taking notice to the fastest growing population segment in the hunting world. Women, who are engaging in more outdoor activities, especially hunting in the shooting sports. Fortunately, today you can walk into any retailer and go to the hunting department and find an entire section of clothing exclusively made for women. Many manufacturers out there are designed by women and for women. The shirts are better fitted, Pants are designed much differently. Hiking boots, waders, and hip boots nowadays come in ladies' shoe sizes. Firearms are even designed with the ladies' body frame in mind. 
having shorter stocks as well as the barrel length. Again, today most of these guns can now be purchased over the counter, or if adjustments are to be made, there are plenty of gunsmith shops around as well as gun fitters who are more than happy to properly fit the gun to the shooter. Women who are able to find the most comfortable clothing, jackets, belts, socks, and boots that are made just for them, they will have a much more favorable outlook on their hunting experience and their outdoor adventure. If you're comfortable and feel really good in the clothing that you wear, accessories that you have, and equipment that you use, your attitude is going to be much more positive and you're going to have a much better outlook on every activity that you're pursuing around that equipment. Your attitudes are going to change and become much more positive about the sport. In turn, you're going to have a much more positive influence on the sale of hunting and fishing licenses because you are now more aware of the state's natural resources and the state conservation agency. More and more of these women who are getting into the outdoors through shooting and hunting, once you start building on your foundation of knowledge, equipment, gear, and accessories, now it's going to go even bigger than that. You're going to be buying your licenses to stay legal. You're going to be doing more research about the wildlife and the resources that you're pursuing. And you're going to have a bigger impact in a more positive way on the conservation world around you. It's going to stem far beyond just hunting. Chances are, by having such a positive outlook on the resource and the sport that you're doing, you're going to be doing other outdoor activities and outdoor pursuits. You may soon find yourself purchasing an annual park pass, which allows you access to all of your state parks and natural areas in order to help you have more time throughout the year to pursue these different activities with other like-minded people and newly empowered hunting buddies. There's also several local, regional, state, national, and even international groups out there that are comprised solely of women. A lot of these groups were created by women, and they are for women, and their purpose is to support and encourage other women who are also involved in outdoor hunting and the shooting sports. A quick social media or internet search in your area, search with other women and whatever activity it is that you'd like to pursue, such as shooting or hunting. Usually, uh, several search results will populate about resources in your backyard that you can join or become a part of with other like-minded women doing those same activities that you so love. Most of the conservation hook and bullet organizations out there now have a group within that organization dedicated exclusively for their women members. The ladies group may have its own title with its own board, their own meetings, and they may even have their own convention. Oftentimes, they do activities exclusively for the women by the women to recruit even more women. Nowadays, if you walk into any large outdoor store, 
you may find just a few more women who are now working behind the counter. They're available to help new customers and especially new women who may be overwhelmed by their choices when they're searching for equipment and gear, and especially searching for firearms and ammunition. Any public and private gun ranges you go to nowadays, you're going to find more and more classes offered specifically for ladies. You may find ladies' days, or you may even have a discount if you're a female shooter. More and more women's programs are being offered and being designed at these ranges to get more women into the outdoors and to guide them through the shooting sports and ultimately and hopefully into different activities like shooting competitions, shooting challenges, and into hunting. Sometimes the director of these women's organizations, you're going to find men. Uh, There are some men out there that are pretty awesome instructors and pretty awesome resources to women who are getting into the outdoors. But more and more, you are finding more women who are the points of contact and more women who are guiding these groups and organizations, recruiting more ladies into the outdoors, and they're serving as a resource to get more women into the shooting sports. Pay attention the next time you have an event that's happening at your local gun range or your local shooting club. If an event is advertised as a ladies-only event or a women's-only shoot, pay attention to how fast those sell out. Usually, they fill to capacity within only a few hours to even a few minutes, depending on what the topic is of the day. Again, women are the fastest-growing segment out there in the shooting sports. We want to have more opportunities, especially when it comes time to shooting and honing in our skills to become better marksmen. There are a number of groups out there that are designed and created by women and for women. Groups such as A Girl and A Gun and The Well-Armed Woman are known across the country and have some pretty amazing members and leadership. Do your research and find a local chapter to join and you will be thoroughly amazed and you can't get enough of these wonderful opportunities that are being promoted. Another great place to find some of these amazing stories about women and connect with other like-minded ladies is with NRA Women. If you do a search for nrawomen.com, you are going to find some amazing articles You may find a familiar name who's written a few of those articles, and there are lots of great stories and great suggestions and opportunities for other Second Amendment-loving women out there doing what we love to do. There are several NRA memberships that are designed exclusively for women. You can connect with others through the NRA Women's Network. And you can find NRA classes and shooting clinics offered by NRA women instructors and coaches. There's even an NRA women's wilderness escape, and you can even empower yourself with the refuse to be a victim training. Women hold the key to the future of all outdoor activities for all of us. 
They are participating in the sport because they want to. They are more environmentally aware and are more educated about conservation issues and wildlife management. Most importantly, these women will introduce their children to these activities so we ensure the future of hunting will continue for generations to come. I have always been an advocate and I've always said when you recruit and empower the mom, she will involve the entire family. Merry Christmas and happy shopping in the women's department nowadays where you can find the perfect gift for the girl in your life who loves to shoot and loves to hunt. There is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters and creating memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you have heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit NorthAmericanOutdoors.org and follow me on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day. In wild country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss wild country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.